These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thank you so much for checking out the episode and the series here. If uh, if you like what you hear and you're not already, I hope you hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with all of the interviews that we put out every single week. Three brand new ones, one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. A great way to keep up with all of your favorite artists, discover some new ones, know what's happening in the music world. Of course, you can find us in all the major podcast hotspots spots like iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. In fact, YouTube is where you'll find the video version of this uh, next interview right here. I'm Kyle Meredith, and my guest is my buddy Cheryl Crow. We joke that we do this interview. We do an interview with each other about once a year, which uh, leads to a really funny comparison that you'll get from her towards the end of the interview. But what we're talking about here, she's been very busy with new music lately. Uh, if you remember, it was uh, it was last year that she released Threads, which she called her final album, and that it would be singles from here on out. And we're starting to see those for the first time. First is an updated version of a song she put out a little over 10 years ago called Woman in the White House. Uh, originally kind of an old-style country tune that's now been given new life uh, and speaks to everything happening politically in the United States at this moment. She'll talk a little bit about Kamala Harris and her run for the vice presidency next to Joe Biden. And then 
then the brand new original song, a track called In The End, which I gotta tell you has instantly become one of my favorite Sheryl Crow songs. We get the story behind it. I I compare it, uh, well, I tie it to the lineage of her song Halfway There. She talks about leading with compassion, money being in politics. That's uh, She says actually pushing her to become a libertarian. Uh, the harm and danger of the religious right and the immediacy of the music she's writing right now and uh, allowing herself to be a commentator since uh, it's less album-based and more singles release it now-based. Cheryl will also be talking about her virtual live series she's been doing, possibly doing the uh, the Globe Sessions, uh, a complete version of that album live next, and her uh, Audible autobiography that just came out. So let's get into it. It's Kyle Meredith with Cheryl Crow. Hi, Kyle. How's everything going in the barn these days? You know, it's been kind of a productive time. I mean... I, I'm ready for it to be over, honestly. Sure. I'm way over it, but I'm really lucky. I mean, I play a lot of instruments so I can accompany myself and we've been really, you know, I've been trying to keep my band busy and uh, being really creative. And my kids are always asking me, mom, why are you practicing? And I'm like, cause when you practice, you actually get better. <laughs> and they're both taking like music lessons. They're like, mm-hmm. why are you practicing? I'm like, Stop just because you think you know what you're doing. But it's been okay, you know. Um, we've we've done quite a few quarantine videos, and um, we've had a good reaction to those. People are like, "We we want you to put those out because we like them better than the albums." Oh, I know, right? So um, I'm like, "Yes," because we know it better now. We didn't mm. really know the song when we were first recording it, but um, yeah, it's been good. And the live shows that we've done have been um, so far really well received, and we're gonna keep going. Yeah, it's been really fun to watch all of that. And and I'll pick up something that you said about knowing the songs better because because in all of this, we sort of get one of those moments too with the song Woman in the White House. This is a track you did, uh, you know, about 10 years or so ago. And yeah. you've given it an update for, for obvious reasons as we now are, now are in this heated political season once again. But the song started out very different. I mean, this was originally a bit more of a country song. It looked, it yeah. sounds like in the original version. So aside from the obvious, and we'll be talking about the politics too, but, but musically, you know, what was on your mind to update it? So the song came out on Feels Like Home, which was the sort of country-tinged record. And Hillary Clinton was running for president. And it was more, it was kind of tongue-in-cheek. It was very kind of country-oriented, like actually old-school uh, country oriented. In fact, we even mentioned Loretta Lynn in it. Um, quite a few years have gone by that it continue to add to the 230 something years of not having a female in the White House. And this time when we did it, it felt much more aggressive. And, um, you know, we did it in a way that felt much more in your face. And, you know, just in reflecting how many amazing females historically have led countries. I mean, obviously, Andre, uh, Angela Merkel and um, Margaret Thatcher, but I mean, all the way back to Golda Meir and women in so many countries that aren't even as forward thinking as America. The fact that we're still, you know, men are not so willing to vote for a woman, a woman and women are not so, so you know, are, are, are not so committed to voting for a woman in that. That to me speaks volumes about where we're at. You know, um, we keep, con- you know, we keep this conversation about inequity, uh, inequality, and women's pay. And uh, I still find that we're having a lot of the same conversations that we've had for the last, you know, 20, 30 years. And 
we, you know, it, it's worth it's worth investigating why we're still stuck in this place. So we'll see what happens with this election. Obviously, we're not voting for a female to be president, but the possibility of Kamala Harris becoming president is a real one if if uh, Joe Biden wins. Yeah, so. that's true. And, and, and who knows what the future holds, but I do love that there was one point that Joe Biden said, you know, that it's on his mind to purposely be a one-term president to get the vice president. And it's almost like it is that. If you're voting for Joe, you're almost voting for Kamala, which right. would be great. Would be great. Be great. And she's, you know, she's, she's qualified and she is, you know, prepared. And we've, I mean, this goes all the way back to Geraldine Ferraro. You know, it, it, it's time. I mean, it is time. You know, I always say this sort of in jest, but it's true. You know, there have been no women that have taken us into a war. Um, So let's see what happens if we have a different kind of communicator in the White House. Absolutely. And let's get to a point where we don't, we don't define a strong woman as a bitch. Absolutely. Well, I, I always appreciate, you know, you speaking out on this. I know we're on the same page. I'm, 99% 99% sure we're voting for the same party here. So it's, uh, <laughs> so this song comes out and is very quickly followed by a brand new song. In the end, I know I compliment you a lot every single time we talk. Um, oh, that's why I love you. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, I was trying to think like, you know, if you want to call whatever chapter of your career we're on, I was like, maybe this is like chapter three of the hard chapter stops or whatever this is the best thing. Like I've, I've loved so much that has come out of this. It seems to me um, lyrically almost a very natural progression of when you started from halfway there, that song. Mm. And, and, you know, not just in, you know, playfulness with those lyrics halfway there and in the end, but, but really going further down that line too. Um, it's an amazing song. I can't get enough of it, but it's also an important song, what you're saying here. So, so let's hear about this one too, because obviously, again, a- am I off by, by saying this comes really further down the line from what you were talking about with Halfway There? Absolutely. I mean, you know, I think I'm always coming from this place of, um, well, I'll, I'll tell you, I heard the Dalai Lama speak 20 years ago about compassion. And he said one thing that I thought, well, that, that is just the simple truth. Unfortunately, it is the human struggle. But if every decision was made from a place of compassion and no matter what field you're in whether you're a parent or whether you're the head of a major company or a world leader that the world would be a completely different place and it's just that simple and halfway there addresses it addresses people having differences but finding that common ground because we do have more in common than than we don't uh in the end addresses karma and and karma it basically seems to be owned by in people's minds by Eastern religions. But I look at karma as being a simple truth of whatever you put out into the universe will come back to you. You know, um, I'm constantly telling my boys when we give money to these guys on the street that sell the newspapers, the dollar newspapers in mm-hmm. Nashville. I've got one child that's like, Mom, can you give it? What do you? How much do you have? Can you give him a hundred bucks? And then I've got my other son who's like, Mom, you know, he probably drives a Ferrari. He probably has. He probably has an amazing house. You know, I've got like the the empath and the accountant, and I, I'm constantly saying, "Look, it's everything in life is about intention. And if you have the means to lift someone else up, and you don't do it, you miss out on your blessing. I mean, you miss out on the good energy that comes back to you. You can be a cynic, but what you'll get 
is you'll get cynicism. It will all come back to you, you know, and I really do believe that. And I believe when you have people in the White House or people in businesses who are out there hawking vaccinations with trackers and everything else, we've gotten to a place where everything is about money. It's all about money. You know, I'm, I'm actually renouncing my membership to the Democratic Party and I'm going to become a libertarian because I feel like at a, now we're at a point where the government is so paid by these special interest groups that nobody on Capitol Hill works for us. And, you know, our public servants are supposed to make $174,000 a year and they make millions. And I just keep saying, what is wrong with this picture? When they have to answer to the people that are getting them elected, there's no compassion in that. There's no empathy in that. And that's what the song is about. It's like when you had an opportunity to help all these people of color who are, they're the ones that are suffering the most from job loss and from poor healthcare and COVID, are you doing anything about it? I just, I scratch my head and say, man, we parents need to start modeling to our children in order for them to get some idea of how to save their future because we're not, we're not helping. I mean, I, I don't see us as, as, you know, middle-aged and on up. Um, I don't see us modeling to our kids what's really important. And we, we need to start really take, taking that into account and, and holding, you know, being accountable for that. And leading with compassion. I mean, it is, I've heard the Dalai Lama talk about, you know, the quotes and everything come from there. Um, that's always struck me as something. It only, there, there's a part in this song in the end, I think everybody concentrates really on that first verse because, you know, you come out swinging with it. But really the second verse, as I'm looking at here, I mean, that's a powerful statement right there. I mean, and I, I guess I am tying in a little bit religion with what we're talking about too, because there's a man on the cross with his arms open wide and a fear that they'll quench the world's fires. And, and, and it goes, I'd actually like for you to talk about that a little bit too, because that second verse seems to kind of add, I guess, to what you're talking about here. Yeah, I mean, I, I am a Christian. Um, I am also a, an avid meditator, which I don't believe is owned by any particular religion. I mean, I have my opinions about the conservative right, not the conservative right, but the the uh, the religious right that basically fund the presidency, that fund the Republican candidates. Um, you know, we, we all know that Falwell was a person that was very uh, integral in Trump getting the nomination. And, um, and this song was written before Falwell. The point of it is, is that there is a large population of people that use the ideals of Christianity as being an excuse for judgment and condemnation. And I was talking with this friend of mine yesterday who was saying, there's no place in the Bible where God or where Jesus condemned. I mean, the woman at the well who committed ad adultery um, and all these people want to stone her. And Jesus said, let what's the quote let let the one without sin cast the first stone you know that i i think it, it's so hypocritical to cling to jesus as an identity or for being emblematic of a belief system that is completely antithetical to what jesus stood for i mean jesus lifted up the weakest of us and brought in and fed those who were without. And um, 
we don't live by the Beatitudes, certainly. And even, I mean, if I can go out on a limb uh, on the pro-choice issue, um, I mean, not pro-choice, but the, the pro-life issue, I mean, that's a, that is a way for politics to keep people in a political party. Because yeah. if you really were pro-life, you would be at the border trying to help these little babies who were separated from their parents find their families, or you would be up in arms when children were starving in our own backyards. You know, it's so I find that, you know, Christ and the tear that can quench the world, world fires. I mean, right here in Tennessee with Marsha Blackburn, who, who is a naysayer of climate change and, it's just shocking. Everything cannot be about politics. It has to be about, as my parents say, leaving the campground better than how you found it. Yeah. You know, it's just that simple. And I don't know. I, I, I really, you know, if I were to do anything besides music, I think I would try and really work hard to get a constitutional convention um, brought about. I mean, we, we have had them in the past and it's really time to look at the constitution and although Marsha Blackburn says that you cannot change the Constitution, and I will say that she would not be in the office, nor would she have the right to vote unless we had done that. Yeah, change the Constitution, right? <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I, I would like to see us look at the Constitution from a more compassionate angle and, and, and really address some of the things that are archaic, that were based on a colony of 13, or based on a country that was much smaller and that was growing but spread out and that was based on landowners. And I, I just think there, there has to be a way to bring people together to look at what is best for people. And, and one of those things is getting money out of the pockets of the people who are defined as public servants. Mm. And they're not going to do it. Right. Because so, why would they? Right. Yeah. They're also not going to pass term limits um, you know, there's a multitude of things they're not going to do because it doesn't behoove them. Well, once again, um, I mean, you didn't know this was going to be so uplifting, did you, Kyle? There's so much packed into that song, and that was my point. I mean, honestly, that's what I was hoping for. There is so much packed into that song, and I'll, I'll bring it around too because you've been writing like this for you know all throughout your career. You've written many different types of song, but you know you've addressed stuff in the past. Have you noticed? if it's changed the way you would write, and I, I want a blanket statement here saying politically, you know, um, especially as we've gotten closer to the moment we're in now, have you noticed that how you write a political song in this way has changed? Well, I, I all I can say is everything is everything to me right now. Like for instance, making threads became sort of a stepping off point at saying, I don't, I don't have to make albums anymore. I mean, I don't, I also don't get to make albums anymore in, in my mind um, because it, it takes so much time and so much money and you're putting stuff together that you just want to go, it needs to come out now. It should just come out now. And aren't we that, aren't we that civilization now where we want it now anyway, and in a minute it's going to be gone. And so if, if we are abandoning this idea of making a, a, an album statement, a full journey, a beginning, a middle and an end, then writing this way for me is it's so in the immediate and it's almost like being a, I mean, it's like being a commentator and it's really for me it's joyful it's it's also full of uh, not just immediacy but um a real urge to i guess just to 
to say it to address the elephant in the room and obviously the elephant for all of us looks a lot you know different shades according to our belief systems but it's a great time to be an artist you know um it's also a great time to be a 58 year old artist because i'm never going to compete with ariana grande and i'm certainly never going to compete with cardi b and i'm not going to be relevant to the 13 to 26 demographic and there's liberation in that you know there's liberation in the fact that i know when i write a song that i'm not the only one that feels the way i feel um and that music has been everything historically it's been the pop songs but it's also been the protest songs and there was a time when protest songs actually got played on the radio um, before radio was all about money. But there are so many different avenues of ways to get people to hear music and people know so many different ways to find music. And so, you know, I just feel like it's it's a part of my DNA and it's just what I love. And I cannot not write about the things that I see and feel. I'm raising two little boys who are asking me the hard questions every day on the way to school. And it's on my mind and on my heart. Well, they end up being great songs. And I, and I will say about, you know, keeping up, you know, competing with Ariana or Cardi, it, it makes me think of like when you first came around, you know, how you were kind of taken in by all of your heroes. And now it's these new pop artists who are calling you their hero. It's like, you know, that's, you, you might not be competing on the pop charts, but at the same time, you're still very much in the conversation. And I think that speaks everything about the music that you still put out. I mean, that's- oh, That is really cool. Um, you know, there is there is a lot of incredible music being made. You know, I am of the age and I am raising two little boys where I am now the tipper gore in the car. Um, I, you know, I'm constantly like, we are not, you can't listen to that, you know, or I'm, I'm sorry, we're not, we're not gonna listen to that. And unfortunately, that's what, they, you know, that's what's at pop radio. It's pretty much all about sex. And they're young enough that a lot of the stuff that's in the songs, they don't understand yet. So that's funny. My my 10 year old who was seven at the time was going around strip that down for me, you know? (laughs) I mean, to to be fair, I remember singing, let's talk about sex, baby. You know, back when I was. Uh, Oh, I can remember learning to play Whoa, 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 my love does it good. And my dad coming in and saying, what did you just play? You're not going to play that anymore. You know, so yeah. yeah. There's going to be censorship wherever there is a parent and a child. Sure, sure. But there's such good music out there. And we have a great radio station here that is an independent radio station called Lightning 100. And I'm constantly shazamming. And, you know, it's really, it's fun to be still being inspired by young artists you know and old artists i mean i still listen i go to robert plant i'm just like dude you are still writing amazing music Mm -hmm. so you just have to dig a little bit harder but nonetheless i love it yeah i know those lightning guys well with rev of course we have wfpk here in louisville and uh they have great radio stations there too we we love we love those guys down here. Uh, I'll wrap up with just what's next. Then I mean, do you th- are, should we expect you know some more songs like this leading into this? Do you have more things to say musically going into the election or? Oh no, I have nothing more to say. <laughs> I don't believe that a second. Well, we we just did uh, songs from the Big Green Barn last Friday and Saturday, and it's still up. You can still buy tickets for it. And that was really fun. Um, it was 
it was fun now that it's out. At the time, it was the weirdest thing. We did a live show. It was an hour and a half outside. Um, me and three of my bandmates. We had one tech and a sound guy and some cameras. And then we came in the next day um, and did an acoustic set in in here. And it's very storytellers. You know, it's it's an odd thing now to play for nothing, for no one. You know what I mean? I'll go out and I'll play shows and there'll be like a multitude of people holding up their phones and it's just like, put your phone down. But now I'm playing for phones with no people holding right. them. So it's really weird, but, um, but we got that under our belt. So we'll continue to do that in different, I think in different formations. I think we'll do next one. We may do the complete globe sessions live. Um, we're just going to try to keep, keep the ball rolling and keep as many of my folks working as possible. We also just did Audible, mm -hmm. Audible, and that was really interesting as well. I, I heard James Taylor's Audible, and that's the reason when they asked me to do it, I said, yeah, I'll do it. Because I think now with social media and all the branding and everything is very calculated, to hear somebody actually tell the intimate stories, the ones you don't necessarily get to read about or the ones that aren't you know, blown up in People or Us or whatever, it's the real intimate stuff that I think gives you a glimpse into um, people's real life struggles. And I don't know. I, so I, I did, I wound up doing that. And I talked a lot about some things I've never talked about. And that, that was, that was definitely cool. So, you know, I'm just going to keep first raising my kids and then secondly, just making music. Well, we're so appreciative that you do too. Thank you so much for the music that you made and that you continue to make. We're going to be there for every, every single single. We'll be there. You're awesome. Thank you. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely be talking with you next year, right after I get my mammogram. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I hope for every year. Kyle Meredith interview mammogram. We're once a year, every time. That's right. That's right. Awesome. Awesome. Good to see you. Yeah, you too. We'll see you around next time. All right. You will. Oh, my thanks as always to Cheryl Crow. Now, if you look elsewhere in the series, uh, we, we again, we do an interview like every year with, uh, with each other. So uh, there is another episode in the Kyle Meredith with series. If you search that in Cheryl Crow, you'll find a, a compilation of all the past interviews that we've done there. I'm not going to include you here. This thing would be like an hour and a half or so long. But uh, but you can search for that uh, in podcast land or, of course, on YouTube. And speaking of all that, please do hit the subscribe button because, again, we put out interviews every single week, three a week, in fact, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So uh, it'd be great to have you keeping up. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. So thanks to Cheryl Crow. Thanks to you for listening to this episode. Please also head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, an hour full of song premieres and music news, anniversary spins, and bonus interviews. Again, that's Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound has your music and film news. You can also find me on the socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of them at Kyle Meredith. And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time.
Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, I'm Jen, and I love horror movies. I'm Mikey. I'm dead inside, and I also love horror movies. And we really like to torture our friend Todd because he hates horror movies. That I do. And that's why they call me the horror virgin. <laughs> that's the only reason we call him that. I'm not, no other reasons at all. You Whatever. So every, <laughs> every week, we take him through the encyclopedia of horror, the good, the bad, the ridiculously Jack Frost. <laughs> and then we make fun of it, more or less. Or explain its deceptive feminism. Oh. Yeah, exactly. That's what I do. That's my thing. <laughs> and I'm the funny one. <laughs> Our episodes drop on Monday, so check us out. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.